The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Now, Margaret Mitchell Favor is with us here on the Toby Gribben show and we're going to talk about her book Running from Her Feet. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Toby. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. Now, this book Running from Her Feet, how would you describe it? I would say number 1, it's a woman's read. Mm. Number 2, it is the story of the legacy of one child's violent sexual abuse on her descendants. That's interesting. In what way do you look at that? I suppose, Toby, The let me begin by saying this. The inspiration for actually going in that direction with the novel was the Me Too movement. Mm. When I saw thousands of women coming forward saying that they had been uh, suffered sexual harassment or abuse, I began to wonder what effect that would have not only on their lives moving forward, but on the lives of their children and grandchildren and so forth. So the novel that I had been writing and researching for many years shifted and morphed into more of a story of the legacy. What can happen? What does happen when a person suffers something such as sexual abuse or violence? And what what does that leave? It leaves a thread that yeah. weaves its way through the lives of descendants. Yeah, that's something that we don't often think about, is it? What do you think it leaves behind? I mean, do these victims educate their children about certain things that other parents might not or maybe treat them in a different way? I think it could be either positive in that way. I mean, it could be an educational thing. In this particular novel, it is not. And the legacy is not what you would think. It is not sexual abuse leading to sexual abuse leading to sexual abuse, which is often the case the reaction or the legacy that the daughter of uh, Lizzie, who is the child who suffers this abuse, um, the her reaction is something totally different. And her daughter's reaction, again, is totally different. So I think it can morph in, in many different ways, positive and negative, Toby. Mm. Would you say there's an overall message behind the book? Yes. I think the yeah. message behind the book is if you want to truly embrace your life in the present, you truly need to examine and learn what has happened in the past and accept it and understand. I mean, through knowing what someone went through, 
you begin to gain an understanding for that person that maybe changes your view, not only of them, but of yourself. How long did the book take you to write? Uh, eight years. Wow. <laughs> eight years, Toby, just a small part of my life. But there yeah. again, that's because it started out as one story, mm. but changed to the concentration on the legacy. So there was a lot more research involved. Yeah. And I'm a researcher. I'm always inclined to research my subjects, my characters, the times, whatever history has to offer. That's the thing. Research is important because, especially with a subject like this, I suppose, you've got to get things right. Yes, you do. And when we're dealing with the early 20th century, which is when this particular novel uh or legacy began. It's not where the novel begins. You have to know what the social constraints were uh, for Lizzie in her time. And again, what the social constraints were for her daughter, Beverly Ann, and then the protagonist hope if she did or did not have social constraints. So you have to research, you have to understand what these women were faced with and what they could and could not do with their lives. Yeah. And why is it called Running From Her Feet? Actually, the person, the character in the book that reveals why it is titled Running From Her Feet is a man. Mm. And he happens to be, um, and I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. I'll just say that he is a relative uh, who comes to the surface and explains that you can't run from your feet or, as he put it, run from your past. Yeah. Do you have a particular favourite part of the book, perhaps? I have many favourite parts, but if you'd like, I'll read you two paragraphs that Ooh. near the beginning that yeah. might be helpful. Would you like that? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. This is the main protagonist, the one from the present, Hope. And she speaks, by the way, all three of these women speak in their own voice in the present tense. Uh, she speaks directly to the reader as she's sitting at the memorial service for her mother. And the paragraph begins, I came face to face with grief on my way in. A woman standing outside the door grabbed my arm as I was about to enter the church. When I turned, I saw that she'd been crying. I just stared in silence. Maybe I wanted to see what I should be feeling but wasn't. I don't know. But her distorted face, swollen lips, and puffy eyes, locked in disbelief, bled grief. I could tell she wanted to say something, maybe express condolences, but when she opened her mouth to speak, it was empty of words. Wouldn't have mattered anyway, not to me. To be truthful, I might have been able to pull off a David Copperfield for these people if I hadn't seen it sitting on her bedside table the morning following her death at Valley View. The word diary embossed in gold taunted me to pick it up. I remember a frigid breath of guilt shivered across my face when I did. I knew whatever she had written was not meant for my eyes, but I convinced myself I just wanted to breathe in the memory of my mother one last time. Liar. The warm leather binding, smooth to the touch, had a familiar scent. My mother's secrets smelled of gardenias. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Is there an audiobook for this? And if so, do you do the voice? No, I would have loved to <laughs> do the voice. <laughs> I do. I've been told that I have a good reading voice, Toby. But yeah. uh, yes, there is uh, going to be one. I'm not sure if it's out on Amazon just yet. Uh, but uh, my marketing company wanted to do that themselves. So yeah. alas, I'll read it to you anytime you like, Toby. Yeah. So <laughs> could you not have twisted? Twisted their arm and you know forced them to get you to read the audiobook. Well, Toby, maybe they'll listen to this interview and decide that really I 
I should do the audiobook. Yeah, maybe they will. Yeah, I wonder maybe if they're they will. Was there a favorite part of writing the book as well? Yes, and that would be, um, I suppose, was it a favorite part? Let's say it was the oh. happiest part. Yeah. When the gentleman, Uncle Jack, appears, and I've just given you his name, he's quite a character. And so he brings a lightheartedness to an otherwise uh, sad and difficult portion of the story to tell. And I particularly enjoyed Uncle Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know that I had such an uncle, but I really, really enjoyed that character. You've written books before this, of course. So was it quite natural for you to be able to write a book? The only thing that I've published before is a memoir about my mother. And that mm. was that was much easier to write than this novel. Um, but I think um, it was not difficult for me to write this book because I am particularly interested in the 19th and early 20th century and the social constraints uh, faced by women and particularly female authors of that time. Mm. Authors like uh, Kate Chopin and Dorothy Sayers. And so I read these authors and I can see that they were what I call bumblebeeing up against those constraints and imagining what a woman's life could be. So for me, it was just an extension of something that's already a passion. Yeah. So do you think you could write more books after this? I'd like to. As a matter mm. of fact, I think Hope might have set the stage in her very last line for the next novel. What is the very last line? Are you going to tell us? <laughs> you want me to give everything away. Well, yeah. actually, it's more than just, well, the very last line is there is always hope. Mm. But what I, I really shouldn't tell you what yeah. what it is that she ends up doing with her life. Uh, but I do think that it could lead to another novel. And in the meantime, where are we able to find this book, Running From Her Feet? Right now, it is should be on Amazon or will be shortly, and also on Barnes & Noble. And of course, uh, listeners can always check in with my website, margaretmitchellfavor.com, and there's links on there for the books and also my social media, so they can keep in touch with me, Toby. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great to talk to you. And you too, Toby. Thank you for having me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. 
The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Green. 